What is up, BBB Army? Welcome back to our channel, BBB Army Hearts to Hearts. I am Ruth. And I'm Nicole. Welcome back. I hope everyone is staying warm. It is freaking cold where I am, and it's also freaking cold where Nicole is at, too. <laughs> we are in the negatives. <laughs> so much fun. So much fun. She actually, she's beating me. I'm in the negative six right now. Yeah, I'm negative 11. <laughs> yeah, fun, fun. I like. I love cold weather, but I don't like to freeze. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. It's hard to take Roku now for a walk because it's freaking cold. We hope each and every one of you is staying warm and having a good week itself. But we are here with a very, very special video slash episode. Yes. If you can't already tell by our mask, remember last year when it was the 10 year anniversary of Wretched and Divine, we actually went over the Wretched and Divine album. But this year is different. It is. We did state in that last episode that we were going to do Legion of the Blacks its own episode. And here it is, a, a year later. <laughs> a year later. <laughs> a year later. But first of all, <laughs> this is birthday month for the beautiful, beautiful Wretched and Divine album that we both have and stuff. Uh, 11 years 11 years old now it's still unbelievable how much time has passed honestly like i i knew it was coming i was just like damn already <laughs> but yes we are finally here and we're going to discuss the beautiful beautiful movie that blackwell brides made with this beautiful album slash era wretched and divine and in the movie is for those of you who don't know the legion of the black Legion of the Black came out December 21st of 2012. I want to say 2013, but I was thinking of the CD. Yeah, I, I think what I did my research, I think it wasn't in LA where it was just like a sneak peek to lucky fans and stuff that were able to go see it. It was December 21st, 22nd, 23rd. And then it was on pay-per-view stream platforms on January 6th, 2013. Yeah, it, it. I think the only movie theater it released in was like the silent movie that was in California. Um... But yeah, it had a bunch of different releases. I guess its first initial release date was on the twenty first. Yeah. Um, I wasn't I wasn't able to like watch it on pay per view or in the theaters. I was able to watch it just on um Blackville Bride's website that when they uploaded it there for the release date, but or on Google. I don't know which one because when I go to Google, it says I already watched it, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was in the same boat. I did not. Couldn't get a chance to watch it on pay-per-view because I was somewhat still in debate with my mom about Blackfell Brides. <laughs> ah, makes sense. <laughs> and then, obviously, I couldn't travel to LA for those dates. Are you kidding me? As I much know. as I wanted to, I was just like, this kills my soul. I was so mad <laughs> when they only had them in California. I was like, why? But no. it, ma it makes complete sense, though, with like the premiere of it and everything. But I do know that along with the release of the movie, you could also pre-order the black box the ultimate black box edition yes which inside came with like a black rosary you got the legion of the black mask you got the cd you got the movie you got the bonus track and then you got a pamphlet that was with all the artwork and designs that they had for the concept of the story and i do know the black box came out i mean they pretty went all big when the wretched divine album was out for pre-orders and stuff especially with this movie and i know they made two cds right mm -hmm. here they made the one, uh, the deluxe edition, which came with the CD itself with all the songs. And then it came with uh, the short film of behind the scenes that Joe Flanders made while they were making this amazing album. And then they came out with the ultimate edition, which came again with the CD with all the songs and the short film. <laughs> so I have that, this, the black box, 
and the vinyl <laughs> see i don't think i have would you say the deluxe edition is yeah. the darker one yeah no, i don't uh, think the, this one is the uh this one's ultimate. The ultimate edition that came with the movie okay yeah i have the deluxe and i have the black box and then i have the vinyl <laughs> don't have the ultimate though the ultimate uh yes the ultimate was gifted to me for, for an early graduation gift with the movie because i didn't get a chance to watch the movie so i got that as an early graduation gift from my dad I was so excited that was the first time i actually did watch the legion oh of my god you didn't get to watch it like when oh my god ruth the... dude okay i was in that yes okay do you know okay. i know my heart just breaks for you <laughs> i was in a debate with my mom conservative household i saw people online watching it i couldn't afford it on pay-per-view or anything and then yeah. so i had to wait a bit and so when i finally got it for a gift from my dad as an early graduation gift i just went to my computer and put that in and watched it and was living life god bless your dad <laughs> because that is absolutely amazing though i'm really glad that he you know gifted that to you and that you did get to see it eventually i just oh, my heart breaks it makes you feel any better the black box you guys i don't know how i keep getting screwed like every time i place an order with things it's like life doesn't want me to have bbb merch but when i place my black box the or the pre-order for it and every, you know everyone's getting theirs and i'm like okay mine's gonna arrive yeah never came so i actually ended up having to like i emailed them which then they gave me like a number to call customer service and when i called customer service the whole thing that happened was they mixed up my order and gave it to someone else and told me that there was no more they're like, there's no more black boxes. We're so sorry. And I was like, they're like, we can refund you. And I was like, but you gave mine away to someone else. I'm so confused. I don't know what ended up happening, but I ended up getting an email a few days later from the like the warehouse people. And yeah. they're like, we found one and it's we're sending it your way. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how that confusion even happened. It was very weird, but got, I got it eventually. You have the worst i know only with the limited edition stuff though you guys things that are just there all year round comes right my way <laughs> luckily you have it and stuff and i for those of us who did not know i know nicole i'm gonna put you on the spotlight with this you recently just got the vinyl too of wretched and divine i did for christmas my husband uh got it for me and i was i didn't know what to do i was like my jaw just dropped i was like for me like and he was even telling me too the whole time he's like i won christmas this year and i'm just like okay like i'm sitting here thinking like what could he have possibly gotten i guess he won christmas he definitely won are you kidding me he definitely won so let us dive into this wonderful short film of uh, the legion of the black movie so um I guess let's start off our first impressions of watching it when we first watched it. When we very first watched very it? Very first. High school us watched or teenager us watched it. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to go first. <laughs> well, for me, it was a big moment because I've been waiting months for it. I didn't get to watch it until my, near my graduation. So I got it. <laughs> but honestly, like, I, I, this is how it went. I went home, put it in my laptop, closed the door, went in my bed, got, on, got in my comfy clothes and stuff, put the laptop on me and started watching it. And I was just like gittery with butterflies and stuff because I've heard so many wonderful things about it and saw obviously the big trailer that we got from the NVN music video that they gave out. And yeah. so I was just, I didn't know what to expect. All I knew is that I wanted to watch it. And then as soon as it started playing, ah, I was just like the music and everything else. It was just phenomenal, beautiful. And I was a happy little schoolgirl. <laughs> for me like so I had actually just graduated that year 
uh, for my junior year. So I didn't, thankfully I was out of school. Thank God I did not want to go to senior year. So here I am out of school. I remember when, see, I can't, I know it says, I know there's different release dates. I don't remember which release date I exactly watched it on. But watching it just brought such a smile to my face. And I got butterflies in my stomach, too, because I didn't expect it to be at all what it was. And I was highly impressed with Black Veil Brides. For anyone that doesn't know, if you have not seen the movie, yes, it's a movie, but it's a musical. It's basically a musical movie. And I wasn't expecting them to put their songs and um, have it be a music video. Yes, but the music video portrays an entire film. That just blew my mind and it just like I was just smiling the whole time because I was just so freaking happy to be living in that moment. It's a moment that I could honestly relive over and over and over. Honestly, I didn't know what to expect when watching it. I don't know. For some reason, I'm like questioning in my head is like are the guys gonna act like in the way they did but like i would just say yeah. speaking parts not like full like um mm-hmm. i don't know how to yeah use not like act, just like, yeah not like just singing yeah like when you think of it you think of like the glee project or something yes. and you think oh they're they're singing some parts but then the rest is acting that's kind of how i thought it was gonna be but it didn't like take away anything yeah. when it was as it is i thought it was actually really well done it was very well done and i mean they did a lot for this uh i i think we probably saw the same interviews but i watched one interview that andy was talking about like how you know they had this idea and they were working on this album and stuff which we did dive in last year and stuff but like how they wanted to kind of make this into a short film and stuff and honestly like here we, here I am thinking as a teenager girl like oh my god yes that's amazing they have here I'm thinking like oh yeah they have the funds uh no they didn't they have very limited funds to make this movie for one and uh Andy I cannot express this enough Andy has quoted saying we could not do this thanks to the BBB army the solid fan base back then was so strong and I think without the BBB army that community so strong back in that year if it wasn't that strong i don't think this movie would have existed i completely agree with you i feel like the um set the world on fire i think was like the peak point for yes. black veil brides and then when it came into wretched and divine i feel like when they started as you said they let out the in the end sneak peek and then they had that little 35 second clip for a legion of the black movie trailer um and then just coming out with this album and like all the concepts that they were dropping I feel that this literally, we've said it before, but Wretched and Divine is truly, I think, what brought in a ton of Blackville Bride fans, even more than what they already had. But for the fans that they did have, if it wasn't for them, they could not have made this film. And I also want to say like a thanks to, I'm probably going to butcher his name, even though I've heard Andy say it, um, Patrick Fogarty. Yeah, Patrick Fogarty, like, Thank you to Patrick for also just taking a chance on Black Veil Brides, always being there to be like, I support your ideas. Let's do it. You know, yeah, let's Patrick, make it work. Yeah, Patrick had a very handful on this movie. I think it was his production that produced it for one. Yeah. And he directed it too. And yes. another big person that I think all fans know already that had help with this movie. And I mean, he was, I think, costume designer and the original story and stuff and the, the fear 
demon characters, shadow people, I don't know what to call them and stuff, was Richard Villa, who, as anyone who's read Andy's book, I mean, Andy and Richard are very close friends. Like, as soon as Andy moved to LA, they met, and then they just got along. I mean, Richard Villa is the artist behind the covers of the first through Veil cover album and stuff. And, I mean, just for him to work so hard with them for Wretch and Divine was pretty big. Like, he was the one who created these beautiful masks, for one. <laughs> These masks, which I now finally have, thanks to someone very special into the army for gifting it to me. Thanks. We both got a piece of Wretched and Divine merch that we weren't expecting last year. Yes, yes, we did. But uh, Richard was in charge of the beautiful Wild Ones mask. I think uh, the Shadow Peoples, whatever they're called. I'm sure more the art concept, the environment they were in and everything. Like I'm sure him and Andy definitely sat down and discussed a lot of ideas. And again, Richard is so supportive of Andy. Like Richard has been there from the start. And for him to have a handful in this movie... It's crazy and unbelievable. Like he, put, I'm sure he put a lot of work into this concept album too. I was gonna say Richard is fantastic, and I really just want to like dissect his mind because <laughs> he, the the dude's genius creatively. I mean, the entire film was so aesthetically pleasing. And I absolutely, I really want to cosplay one of those fear characters. I think they are just the coolest. And there are some people, I went to that um, that following year, 2013, I went to NDK. People who don't know it, what it is, it's basically a Comic-Con convention. Um, it was really cool because there was a whole setup of Legion of the Black. And people were dressed as the fear. And, you know, it, um, they were they all drenched in black and had the mask. And that was actually, that's what I went as. I had yeah. the mask and I did all the black and everything. So it was just so cool to see so many other people repping it. And I just, the fear costume, though, is what I thought was the most insane thing. Because I think they, I don't know if they were on stilts or what, but they <laughs> made it so freaking rad i don't even know if this person this thing right here has a name and stuff of the cover of the movie and yeah. stuff but like that this well, legion of the black whatever person is so cool wasn't well, if i'm not mistaken isn't that technically eve black because during the film I, when she's I, screaming i don't know though because like i did watch the film i know we we're gonna have to discuss so like I don't know. <laughs> that's my theory. I could be wrong. And that's though. a good theory. But um, yes. No, so obviously Black O'Brien's had a lot of favors to call it. I mean, they had Patrick helping Richard. Their manager Blasco was another handful into this movie mm -hmm. and stuff. And obviously the army and the support that they had from the army to do this movie was big for them. So I'm so happy that it all worked out for them. And because it truly, I, I, I don't know. It's a masterpiece. It's really say like Russian divine is divine like you said last year <laughs> is divine. well and it's kind of if you take it back to like their very first cd how they didn't have like they only had like a thousand dollars to make that cd for them to still not have a, a ton of funds for this movie they made it work and again i think it all goes back to all the friends and connections they had back then and mm -hmm. also the fan base back then like because it was truly the army back then at that year when this album came out was so strong so for those of us who don't know uh this is what andy said about kind of like the storyline of the movie the legion of black he said like it's a it's about a young girl seeing stuff in her mind when she when we see the movie of the wild ones that's her perspective view of the wild ones and it's like a strange individual in the world but 
she's like strange you know she's an outcast so she creates her own reality in her mind of these wild ones and fear and everything a good representation of fear for people who don't know what it stands for it means for every and all religion person who portrayed fear was william control who was also a bit can in this movie too yes william control playing fear oh my gosh and it's so crazy too because i used to listen to him when he was in the band aiden and i loved that band so that's why i was like oh my god they're working with william control that's so cool yeah, the, not only Willa Control was in this film, but also um, Andy's wife now, uh, yep. Juliet Sim, a.k.a. Lilazar, was also in it as a little quick cameo in Lost It All as a beautiful sugar skull. I thought her role was going to be bigger than what it was, but I still wasn't mad about it. Like, I, I still think that she did a beautiful it. job. I was not mad about it. I loved her outfit and everything. I loved the whole representation of a sugar skull. For those of you who don't know, sugar skulls usually come from the country Mexico of the holiday de Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead, representing the life and love ones who passed away so i just love that whole aspect of it of her being a sugar skull and stuff and i'm just like yes. so <laughs> shall we dive into the film now we're just, we're just gonna go bits by bits let's do it so just so everyone knows even though this film is based off of the wretched and divine city not every single song was actually in the movie we're kind of going to go take it step by step here and it first starts off Oh, with the song Wretched and Divine. And it's basically kind of introducing you to the character, the main character, Eve Black. And it's basically starting her off where you can kind of, she's writing stuff in a journal and everything. She's at school. It's basically kind of just taking you through her everyday life at that beginning track. It's just getting to know who she is. And that's what I think is really interesting, especially at the beginning when she's in school and she's writing in the journal. She's basically writing down the whole legion story yeah she is she's drawing the shadow figures fear itself and everything like i like how the point of view is like we're seeing her point of view as a black girl brides fan uh, now yeah. cast herself because <laughs> side note when i first saw her outfit with the rebel's jacket and stuff i was like dying and so like i want to be that i want that outfit i want the journal i think it's safe to say at that moment everyone wanted to be eve black <laughs> 100%. are you kidding me like i still want to be her I know I that jacket was the coolest thing ever. Oh, the amazing jacket. Uh, but yes, we do see her. I guess the opening of the movie is her and her point of view of like an outcast and stuff. Like we even see later on throughout the song of Wretched and Divine, like she gets in trouble with her teacher in high school because she's not paying attention and stuff. Then she gets sent to the principal. Obviously, the principal call her parents and everything and. She knows she's like, like Andy says, she's a strange individual in this world who's creating her own reality. And then they go into After Wretched and Divine. So I want to say for people who don't know or any new fans, in the movie, The Legion of Black, they don't put the songs in order like they do in the album. So the next song was I Am Bulletproof. The movie kind of goes back and forth. So they kind of go back with Eve and her story in, I guess, the real world in reality. And it goes back into her reality, own world of the wild one. So I think in I Am Bulletproof kind of goes back into like, the wild ones that is when one of the wild ones unfortunately gets trapped by the shadow figures and unfortunately dies i believe she's running from the shadow creature yeah shadow creature that got her trapped and so yeah she's then she's the on the ground star. and everything she's using, trying to use the morning star as a protection but obviously yeah. it's not working and unfortunately a shadow creature gets her that was it and everything and then um after i am bulletproof they go into all the fear transitions uh and stuff of uh, William Control speaking. So the first one he says is uh, the stay close one. And then it goes into Lost It All. Lost It All is the one where it shows her getting into an argument with her parents. And her parents basically call a mental asylum to get her taken away. 
which I would like to point out, I did see on the premiere, they did like a whole in, uh, yes. interview with the premiere. The mom and dad are cool outside of Legion of the Black. Like yes. the mom has stated, she loves Blackville Brides, loves the music. And even the dad was like, I thought it was a little harsh how we had to treat our daughter. We but were I, horrible parents to our I, daughter. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm literally sitting here watching that film. I'm like, they are calling her into a mental institution. I was like, holy crap. No, like it's kind of, I will say when the beginning of Lost All, when it starts playing and we do see her struggling with her mom and dad, uh, it's a bit intense because it's like, unfortunately, I hate to say that, but that tends to happen to some people yeah. where like, they're so out like their parents are so concerned about them like there's something wrong with them and so they what do they do they call a house institution to get them like into a psych ward basically which is so brutal and i'm like look watching that last night i was like i don't like this part <laughs> i know it's one of those things for people to watch i feel like it can be a little bit difficult some people might watch it and be like that's a little over exaggerated but it's really not like unfortunately there are some parents out there you so much as dressed differently like they think something mentally is wrong with you and it's it's not okay yeah so we kind of go see back and forth of her getting into the ambulance and going to the um institution unfortunately and then it goes back to the wild ones uh universe where the other wild or andy the prophet sees the wild one person who's on the ground unfortunately dead and picks her up and takes her to the i guess campground of all the other wild ones yeah it's like a safe haven a safe haven yeah and uh fun fact so that is andy literally picking up the actor of that wild one walking in the desert like that that's apparently in one take i want to say like they he picked and he picked her up himself and I don't know how far he walked, but walked a pretty decent mile. So. <laughs> I will say, yeah, <laughs> walked at least for the film's sake. It, he was walking quite a good distance to get like, back to where they needed to be. It was impressive and stuff. And so we do see the safe haven of all the other wild ones. And then we see all the other guys come in. We see Cece the Destroyer, the Mystic, the Mourner and everything. When the song does continue, it does cut into the cameo of Juliet Sin Lazar as a Sugar Skull singing her mm-hmm. part in this song. And honestly, when I first watched it, I wasn't expecting Lost It All to come that soon. So I was I like, I was just like crying the first time I watched it. <laughs> it came, it came a lot quicker than I thought. But I once again, I think that's what's cool about the whole storyline is they're jumping. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, we're gonna jump to the end, but then we're jumping back to the front to the, the beginning, then we're in the middle, but it's all leading you to the whole ending point, right. which is really it's really interesting how they portrayed that. So, and then after Lost It All, they go back into another fear transition where it's uh, just the, I think it's just called trust. I think that transition is just called trust. Yeah. And from there, we go into their song, New Year's Day, which it once again, you know, in every song, it goes back and forth between like mm-hmm. the band and Eve's story. And I feel New Year's Day is kind of showing her once again inside the mental institution locked in her room um i really do like the uh towards the ending of the song while she's in the mental institution it's like these ashes are just kind of falling down and she actually can take the ashes it's almost like it's charcoal it's turning into charcoal and she ends up drawing on the wall she draws the shadow the shadow creature we should say yeah, it's really cool. I like how it did that towards the end. Like, I forgot the lyrics right now, but in New Year's Day, they do, like, the ashes do fall and stuff. And so, like you said, she starts drawing it. And the one thing I do like, a little, it's a little detail I saw, which, honestly, I, I 
did not catch the first time I watched it. Uh, when she goes into the mental institution, like she still has the rosary in her hand, like in that yeah. satisfier, because like they take everything away from her, but apparently did not check her pockets or something. And so she like she checked, and like, there she has the rosary of the Morning Star of Black Bill Brides. And I don't know, you see that little expression, like a little slight of hope in hers, like I still have this. This is who I am. I'm not going to let these people take that away mm-hmm. yeah she's using that as like a, a small escape yeah from being where she's at i think they're saying goodbye and having that funeral for the one who passed away yes that's right yeah. i love jinx's part with the fire yes the fire that was so cool i thought it was <laughs> and they're having that they're kind of like i think that's kind of where andy kind of kind of goes back and forth like you know it's unfortunately life happens people die but like we should remember the good and stuff of that person it's after new year's day then they go into days are numbered kind of kind of goes back and forth of fear the factory of fear the box of fear i can't i don't know what to call it the building of fear where (laughs) there are wild ones trapped in there and so they're going yeah. like they're seeing how like they're they're suffering well, i don't know if they're suffering but they want to get out and everything yeah and towards the end of the song i think it was really cool where we see the wild ones banging on the whatever cell screaming for help like let us go and everything it's little things like that that they added in where it's before the song or in the middle of the song or after the song where it's kind of like those acting bits that we were talking about earlier it's it's things that you didn't quite expect it to happen so it's it's little things like that we have that little transition of andy doing like uh the speaking parts of what's it called uh uh audience audience if i butchered it (laughs) (laughs) so he does that and then it goes into resurrect the sun i love uh, resurrect the sun lost it all is my favorite number one song on this album resurrect the song is my second one like i love that song and so when i was watching it last night i was like and here comes the emotions (laughs) (laughs) but correct me if i'm wrong for resurrect the sun that is when the wild ones are getting ready for the battle Yes. Resurrect the Sun, it, it you know, it shows them just basically preparing. Um, it's not the exact war scene, but it yeah, shows but them their war paint on. Yeah, they're painting their flags and everything, and they're getting their war paint all set, which I think is so, it's cool. so cool. And they're getting their mask all blacked up and everything and their masks on and like they're basically their armor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The paint and the mask is their armor, along mm-hmm. with you know the little the flags morning, the, the flags in the morning store yeah. morning star store morning star logo and everything yeah. and as for eve like unfortunately you know she's in that mental institution so like the nurses apparently found out she got this drawing on the wall so they take her away and i want to say from their scene i don't know because they never you know showed us but they took her into this other room to do something to her and so my head went to shock therapy honestly that's what I thought it was because that's also that's where we get into like that cover of the Legion movie yeah. where we we were kind of talking like who is this person I'm pretty sure it's Eve Black because there's a scene in there where during that shock what we consider to be a shock therapy yeah it's flashing back to the story that's going on inside her head and she's in what looks to be like almost like I want it's not a bathtub but you know almost like a dark abyss like yeah. almost or like a dark lagoon of black and she's like screaming for help basically i do i really love the ending of resurrect the sun though where andy's hand goes in and drops the key for her release i was like oh that was actually brilliant those little details those like little details are so amazing like i was just like yeah because she gets back and then they drop the key and stuff 
And then like after Resurrect the Sun, they go into Overture, where we hear the beautiful, talented Jinx play his beautiful violin. And that's where Eve gets the key and gets out of her cell or cage. And she finds like a chapel, I remember, in like a place she's in. But that was a beautiful, just like a quick transition part of like going back to like Jinx playing his violin for Overture and then seeing Eve go to the chapel and realizing like, okay, she's in the safe place for right now. And she starts to pray, actually. Yeah. And I think a good thing to keep in mind, too, when you watch the Legion of the Black film, everything that goes on with her, like the things that happen to her inside like that mental institution, as we discussed, you know, during like the shock theory therapy part but then in her head it's this scene i think that's what's really intriguing about the movie is everything that is happening to her in this in her reality is happening differently in the reality that's going on inside of her mind it's like two different realms real it's it's all connects it all connects shadow dies that is the fight scene the battle scene the battle scene the part where everyone loves the destroyer cc just The coolest. That was like the coolest scene. The coolest thing. And I love that shot so much of that whole part of that song because it is the battle scene. Like here is Cece the Destroyer getting in the shadow figures and they're charging to the fear battle to save the other wild ones who are trapped in there. And just the whole aspect of that is amazing. And you even get like a really cool clip of like this little little boy soldier too, who is basically standing up to fear, letting him know that he's not afraid of them as he swings his little morning star in their face. I thought that was epic. (laughs) I'm not afraid to die. exactly i think that scene was so amazing and obviously we get to see the inside of the fear building or factory and everything and then obviously it's that really cool scene where all the shadow figures are trying to like fight them too and then we see all the guys lined up and has a nice zoom up to all of them and stuff and honestly it's just a really cool scene And one thing I really like about Shadows, the Shadows Die scene, um, the blues, the use of lighting that they used for it, I thought was, I mean, they don't get me wrong. They use like the blue lighting for a lot of it, but I don't know why specifically for Shadows Die was like the cherry on top. They did such a good job, honestly, with that. Like it was truly amazing. I will admit when I was watching it the other night of that Obviously, for fans who don't know, if you don't know this, you should go watch the video that she worked so hard on. Abnormal Victoria, one of our friends and the fan of the army, made that scene in particular in her art style animation. And she worked hard on it. It was released last year for the 10-year anniversary of Russian Divine. But just go give it a watch. It's amazing. She truly killed that. Abnormal Victoria, you are just so freaking cool and talented. I absolutely loved that. And I hope that more people will give it a watch and share it because you deserve all the attention for that. Dude, just for still, all your artwork in general. I, I watch it from time to time. So like, it's truly amazing about how much com- like work she put into it. But Shadows Dies, amazing. And then it goes into another fear transition of as war, as war fades, where he's talking about it. Like, I don't, it's, it's hard to say if like fear is giving up or maybe he's like, you won this battle, but we're still here or something. Yeah, like- yeah, you've won this round, but we'll be back. <laughs> which then leads into done for you. I honestly I forgot. 
I forgot All Done For You was in this short film. Like, here I was thinking, like, okay, the war is over, the battle's over, now they're just going to end it in the end. Oh, wait, All Done For You. I completely forgot about the how that song was in this movie. I, so did I. I Because if we go over the songs, they did not have Nobody's Hero, We Don't Belong, Devil's Choir. Obviously the bonus songs, which would make six total songs. But for yeah. some reason, I kept thinking Done For You wasn't in there, and it was, and they shocked me with that. I love how in a way they ended Eve's story in that song because here's Andy singing his beautiful song called Done For You and it's, we see Eve kind of getting out of the chapel that she's in and then she, then she walks into this another like bright light like almost like the end of the tunnel but not quite I don't know how to explain it that well and then she finds herself dressed up as the wild one with the mask and she's in this wild one realm this universe if you watch after done for you when she's walking out into the light it's so cool because it's it's a bright light and as she's walking through it it's um almost like it's silhouetting her and it is the coolest scene i keep saying everything is the coolest scene but they did so many aesthetically pleasing things in this movie i think it's all the little details because like i think what all black provides music video i mean andy obviously puts easter eggs but i think he went all out for this film and those little details that fans caught like us it's like that is so cool well and i do want to point out too and of course i this is something that i'm sure all fans have already noticed um just watching every black veil brides music video from before all the way till now but i feel it's one of those things you especially notice it um when you watch the legion of the black film and then after you watch that you definitely start to notice it more on andy is so precise in every movement and detail in every music video. If you guys notice while he's singing, he has certain movements yeah. down to the T of what yeah. he wants to do. And I just, it's if you have to watch every single music video, really look at Andy. He is a very detailed man. Every movement is describing the song. I encourage everyone to really just go back and watch the music video. That's one of the factors of why Black Will Brides is Black Will Brides because of Andy's and his precision and his precise movements when he sings, even on stage. It, exactly that's what i'm saying the man has a plan this he, man is a genius okay now. andy you're a genius like you are perfectionist like i don't know how you do it like you make it look flawless all the time please sir stop is there any mistakes you have done <laughs> <laughs> you know i can't i don't probably but like none that it's probably one of those things you know like how we could be sitting here talking we notice our mistakes but maybe we don't catch it on each other it's yeah. probably one of those things maybe he notices his mistakes but like all of us fans don't catch it so right after all done for you when eve is into the wild ones universe and finally it ends with in the end could not choose to end it in a better way but yes in the end is kind of going with her she's officially out into like that desert area that they're in and it shows the scene of fear pretty much attacking her from behind like Talk about a cheap shot. You know what? She's in there now, but I'm sure she survived. <laughs> Somehow she's she's not dead. She's not dead. But like, in the end, I mean, obviously for all the fans who know, in the end, that is the official, I pretty much, encore song for every concert. It is the one of the big staples. It was the only music video, the big teaser of for this movie that came out when this album was released yeah. and stuff. And how much can we say it was truly a masterpiece? It was spectacular. It was the coolest thing ever because it's true, though. We're just going to use the word. It was divine. It was divine. <laughs> divine. One of the things that I would really love to talk to you about is after the In the End song, that ending piece with the weird, almost like 
it's almost like it's the controller of fear who is just the easter egg at the end okay 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 yeah and just spits up all that blood. i was not expect whoever that devil that demon is maybe it's you could be right because we know who fear is but who is that devil or demon right there because obviously i was not expecting it the first time i watched it because i thought okay here are the credits oh what what is this you know this like because like it shows this demon like i don't know in this kind of golden room i want to say or something and so she pops up and you see her eyes and then she just like spits out all this black stuff out it made me believe that there was going to be a sequel and, and for the thing. longest time, I kept thinking, where are we getting this? There could be still, because I was watching one interview with Andy and Patrick and getting interviewed together and how Patrick's like, I'm down to make another movie for this. And he's like, and Andy's looking at him and is like, we barely finished this. And I'm like, so I'm down to make a second one. <laughs> I would not be mad, though. I feel because they left off on that, there is still more that they could do. You and who knows? Like, this could be something they were planning for maybe the longest time. BBB, Andy, you left the biggest cliffhanger of all when it came to Legion of Black movie. And here you come out with the phantom tomorrow and here are all the theories and stuff like oh this is before the direction of the vine and stuff era like the connections and everything like i still believe it's still connected to the direction divine era i feel you 100 percent on that and i literally think that lady at the end I, I okay i know william control was like the top dog yeah for fear but i believe that that demon at the end i think that she is like the most powerful being of all the fears including william control you know how we are you know how BBB got made comic books with that horrible company and stuff and how we got those two comic books of Phantom Tomorrow? Yeah. I really wish they made comic books for the Wretched Divine. That would be even know more of like, you know, you're in that demon. Black for Brides, there's still an option to do that. Like, please. <laughs> I mean, a comic would only make sense. You know, if you're, if, if, at least if you're not going to make a sequel movie, do sequel <laughs> in comic books. Oh, here's a fun fact about the devil. Uh, You know, uh, who... You know who betrayed the devil, the actor or actress? <laughs> who is the actress? It was actually the mom who the mom who played Eve's mom, like the mom. Oh my god! Yeah, because like no. in the interview, like not only did she play Eve's mom, but she also <laughs> the devil at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so see, if we want to get really intricate here, then oh <laughs> I know, I know. Just hear me out, like you guys. This is just a theory. It's I'm not saying this is bias. This is all hypothetical. But like, let's just say if we're going in with the story, what you know the mom did send her to like a mental asylum and everything what if the mom was actually not her mom and that was fear all along trying oh to get her God, into that Nicole, realm stop. <laughs> we have another theory guys <laughs> a fan theory <laughs> ruth and i both watched it Rewatched legion of the black literally last night i love how we both chose the same day to watch it but i kind of want to know like how long has it been since you watched it and what were like your feelings reconnecting with that movie I think the last time I actually watched it was in my college years. Yeah. So how long ago was that? Oh, I don't want to do the math. I'm old. <laughs> um, I want to say probably either sophomore or junior year of college. So that was either okay. 2016 or 2015. Yeah. So like the feelings of like rewatching it though, did it feel like it was like rewatching it for the first time? Honestly, yeah. Like I was like kind of jittery. Like, okay, here we go. I know what it is, but here we go. Let's keep dive into the emotions and everything about it, which i did because i literally just told you when resurrected son started playing and lost it all started crying it was funny because like i was downstairs and like i was here i am watching it ryan's doing his own thing and stuff and then he looked around and just saw tears coming down he's like are you okay babe i'm like yeah i'm okay i'm okay it's black little brides he's like i didn't say it no more he's like got it <laughs> I think the last time that I watched it, I want to say was in like 2015 or 2016. Wow, so it was, we're it, 20. 
<laughs> I was gonna say it's been a long time and it just like once again as I explained the butterflies it was that same feeling I got the butterflies again rewatching it I was like oh my god like it's almost like I'm watching it for the first time again but the feeling I had watching it it's the same feeling but it was different it was like the more Back then, it was the feeling of excitement and, oh, my wow. God, like, this is incredible. I'm so stoked. I can't believe this is happening. And this feeling was a feeling of, I am so proud of Black Veil Brides and how far they have come and how much they have accomplished. Someone in the Army, a really good source, has told me this person said, no one in their peer group had ever done anything like it. Ten years later, that's still true. Maybe 12 years, yeah. yeah. Of making oh. this movie. Like, yeah. I mean, I as far as I could tell... Other bands around that time, like Motionless, Ice Nine, like I know they have their own thing, but I don't think they've made like a short film for one of the albums like Blackfoot Bright Zipper this album. No, I feel like, I mean, okay, I, I know that there are so many bands out there and mm -hmm. I'm sure, yes, maybe there have been bands that we are unaware about, have no clue who they are, that have maybe done something very similar. Yeah. But at least in my own opinion, I don't think that they hold the off quite like black veil brides no we've mentioned this in our last year episode and stuff but this album this era was a break uh, like their um like breakthrough breakthrough thank you their breakthrough for them as a career like they went all out for this they got out of their comfort zone not only did they make an amazing album but they also gave us a short film which you know i'm pretty sure like they were not ha expecting it to work out at one point but it all did like even though the limited funds were there they had the connections with their great friends and stuff and their obviously their manager blasco was all for it and stuff and like i'm so happy it worked out and like you said it's like watching re-watching this movie is like i'm so f proud of them like they took the risk and it paid off. We could literally go on and on about how freaking, I'm just gonna say the word divine because I love <laughs> that, how divine this album and this short film is. But I do agree. This is the breakthrough of their career. This is, I think, what officially made them Black Veil Bride. Black Veil Bride, we are just so proud of you of what you accomplished since then like here you are coming up with after the wretched the money came out with four veil the phantom tomorrow which was another big moment in your career because the phantom tomorrow is just like <laughs> it's it's really it's right up there with wretched and divine the concept it really story is. it's re it's the same you know and that's why we have all these fans like do oh, there's a connection there i i feel like there could be there really and could come be. on Come on. And for fans who want to watch this, you can definitely find this film on their YouTube channel. The whole movie's out, so it's definitely free for you and stuff. For those of us who have the black box and stuff, it's also there too. And like, I know this era is a lot of fans' favorite. It's definitely mine. Because it's just like, it came at a time where I needed it. And it definitely saved my life. <laughs> I think even if it's not a fan's favorite album or favorite era, I think one thing all of us fans have in common that we can completely agree on is that this album holds a special moment in everyone's heart, all for different reasons, though. 100%. I could not say it better. All right, BBB Army, today's fan shout out actually goes to Sabrina. Um, Sabrina's her name, but on Instagram and I believe on Twitter, she goes by the at I am London's mom. Um, today's fan shout out goes to you, Sabrina, because 
I have known you for for quite a few years now, and I think it's just so incredible the amount of support that you give to your son. The fact that he loves Blackville Brides and that you love Blackville Brides and you guys can share that in common, I think is absolutely beautiful. And just once again, the amount of support that you not only give to him, but you give to Blackville Brides in return is just absolutely amazing and you're so supportive of bvb you're supportive of this channel you're supportive of ruth and i and we, we appreciate that we can't thank you enough you're, you're just honestly you're supportive of so many people in the fan base whether they have artistic skills or they're just on the internet to have fun i mean you support every single person and i think that's just genuinely incredible that's something that the bvb army needs we can always use more people like you so today's fan shout out goes to you thank you for just being an incredible incredible mom and an incredible supporter of Blackfoot Brides and the BBB Army. You know, who knows what Blackfoot Brides has in store. Maybe this is a plan all along. They're going to make another sequel to this and we're just not going to know. <laughs> okay, but think about it. It would be pretty <laughs> stellar for, okay, it's been 11 years. Let's just say 12, 13 years goes by and they release a sequel. Do you know how many fans would <laughs> their pants? <laughs> like, I bricks i'm just saying i would be so freaking happy so bvb if you're planning on this without dropping hints and you know you need some like backup actors for playing some wild ones and stuff you know we're here i mean um if you guys if any fans who didn't watch our last episode we officially have our wild ones name i am the halo this is my war paint and stuff for the halo got the holographic because i am the halo I am the Onyx. This is my war paint. You can see it matches my soul. Very black. <laughs> <laughs> We're available, BBB. We're just oh, saying. Yeah, again, again. Okay, cool. We'll do our own makeup. We have the masks and stuff. If you want us in different outfits and stuff, we're totally game for it. Like, we'll totally just be in the background, okay? Like, <laughs> I I would, I wanted to kill to be in the Legion of the Black film. Yeah, I was too. like, why? All <laughs> those fans. And I mean, I even told uh chris Liz, a while ago to all those fans who got lucky enough to see the premiere and la for those dates yeah. and actually meet the guys have the legion of the black poster and everything like those lucky ducks like i am so happy for you guys but i'm like i yeah i was like a little envy back home in texas <laughs> I, I don't worry i think it's safe to say every fan that wasn't a part of it was like those lucky <laughs> happy for you guys sad for ourselves <laughs> but again this was an amazing divine short film we hope you guys enjoy this episode please let us know what part of the movie you guys loved a lot and your wild ones name i'm actually curious to see what your guys's wild names would be in this universe honestly uh thank you guys so much for coming for this episode happy 11th birthday to wretched and divine and also to legion of the black movie truly divine masterpiece I, we cannot emphasize that enough <laughs> We will definitely see you guys next week. Next week, we have something very special to go over and stuff. We're super excited and everything. Hopefully, it all works out and stuff. Uh, please follow our social media accounts all on all of them. We are now have officially Instagram, so go follow, follow us on Instagram, um, TikTok, and also Twitter slash X now and everything. Uh, also, please follow our so, uh, personal Instagram accounts. And, and, you know, all the links are down below. They're, they're yeah. just down below. Just go click. Go click. 
And we are super excited for next week. And yes, for any fans who are wondering, yes, we are getting back to fan stories. We'll be we'll start that really soon here and start uh, communicating and in contact with the next fans on the list. So thank you guys for your patience for that. We are getting to that. Yes, stay tuned for it. Stay tuned. And I guess, should we just do it like we did last year and start rocking out to <laughs> in the end? In the end, as you fade into the night. Ignore my bad singing. <laughs> 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 <laughs>